And I agree with what she's, she makes a good point in the book that if women, the, the women who are the natural mate to this man are comfortable publicly criticizing this man, saying things about him, if you say he ain't shit and you live with him, I'm going to believe you. Right. I mean, like, because, like, you're, you're, the, you're his wife. You're saying, you're, you're his wife, you're his sister, you're his mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, if you're saying, your sister, you, if you're saying that black man ain't shit, is it any surprise that other people of other ethnicities are seeing what you're saying and be like, it must be true? Because mm-hmm. if the people who are living with these people and raising these people are saying, yo, these, they are dogs, they can't be trusted, you know what I'm saying? They're shiftless, they're trifling. Why would they trust them either? Hey, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined by my illustrious partner and co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Deandra. Welcome to The Buffet, the podcast where we give you endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Siandra? We are talking about a book that we both read, Mm -hmm. The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman by Shahrazad Ali. And... Indeed. So I think this, I read this one. I never read this one first. You did? Uh, mostly because I've been hearing a lot about Charizard Lee and then her views on the relationship dynamics between black and black men and black women. And there are kind of controversial. No, kind of. Kind of controversial in the sense that it seems like a good amount of black men who've heard her her views seem to agree with at least most of what she's saying. The controversy seems to be, from what I've experienced, from the woman's side, from for obvious side. reasons, because this is pretty much a book about, it's kind of like the expose on black women. And of course, black women don't won't like that. She also has another book called The Black Woman's Guide to Understanding the Black Man. We haven't read that one yet. It's coming soon. So expect mm-hmm. a, a, new, a podcast about that one at some point down the line. That being said, Shahar Zarali is known for the, st- the general statement of the black woman is out of order. She also says out of control. Yeah. Those, you know, th- th- she's going on pretty much black women are out of line. They mm-hmm. have lost a step. And this is why the relationship between black men and black women are so conflict. Chaotic. Chaotic. There we go. Um, as they are now is because you know the black woman is kind of f- fumbling, fumbling right now that's pretty much what she's trying to say yeah i'm glad you cleared that up and said that's what she's trying to say because no, that's not what she's trying to say that's what she's saying no that is what she's saying you're right this is very much what she's saying it's a declarative statement she is not like whiffle waffling she has strong opinions. yeah she's like hey black men got got problems we all we all know them we've all spoken about them at length we we beat we beat the man beside the head with their issues and what did need to change la da 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 we like we understand that we get it that doesn't change but let's talk about the woman now. Mm-hmm. I do think that it is, or at least right now it feels like there is a t- 
tied in terms of male voices being in media and even women in media who are like, okay, let's hold women accountable. Let's talk about the things that women are doing wrong. And maybe that's just a sheer exposure from being around you and like seeing more of the media that you see and decide to consume. But I do feel like there's more, there are more voices in the ecosystem than I was previously exposed to that are interested in having this, the kind of conversation that she wants to have about why black women need to be held accountable and she is still part of this conversation 30 yes. years later, right? Like her clips will go viral yes. every few years or so because people are like, yeah, Rediscovering. this is still a problem. Yeah, because this book came out, what, like? 1989. Yeah, it came out in 89. And then like new clips are popping up from interviews she did in like the early 90s, mm-hmm. like just popping up. And people are like, why did we not, you know, know about this person? Because, you know, people ebb and flow. People hear it, you know, since we, I'm assuming because people, it was a, it was a very controversial topic back then. It's kind of you know, suppressed and we had the internet, you know, it wasn't as popping. So now it's, you know, it's, it's resurfacing. And to your point about, it seems like you're seeing or hearing a lot more media about holding women accountable because there hasn't been a lot mm. of media about that in the past. It's only now where that is becoming more, mm. more seen and known. Cause like, cause like, I guess what we were saying before, it's always been about the black man because the black man has been, been the one that's been at the forefront of like all the news and everything like that. So uh, we always see the news about black men, the things that black men do. Black women always talk about things that black men do. So that's all we hear. It's all we grew up about. And it's only now that we have like YouTube and the internet and, and social media that is not dependent upon like new, like NBC and the yeah. ABCs to be able to, like get their permission in order to be consumed by a wider audience that we're starting to see like the other side of it. Like, okay, yeah, men fucking up, but okay, here's some things women can do to help. And da, 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 da. And we're starting to see more of that now because we're finally in a position where those voices can be heard. Yeah. You're 100% right. You ready to get into this book? Indeed. All right. So first I want to figure out what did you agree with? I'm be hundred with you. I agree with damn near everything in that All book. Right. Damn All near right. everything in that book. It was like, okay, it, it like I'm gonna say a good ninety five percent of that book. I was like, yo, it's just terrifying in in, in its implications. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like another like three percent. I'm like, bro, I can't believe this is true. I can't believe there's people out here who move in like she's describing in these examples. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hate the, I hate the. I hate that this is true. It was more like, yo, I hate that that this is true. There we go. Now if I was like, yeah, I, yeah, this is this is this is real. This is true. We need you know take steps or you know recognize what it is and so we can address it. Like an like a small other percentage of it is like, I I hate that this is true. Mm-hmm. Like this is true, but I I don't even kind of don't you want to admit that this is true because it's fucking terrible. And then the other one percent is like, eh, she's a product of her times. Mm. Okay, I. Did not agree with, I didn't break down what I agree with in terms of a percentage, but if mm-hmm. I had to say a percent, I would say maybe 70% of it I agree with. Some of it did feel soap opera-ish. Like yeah, there yeah. are parts where it's like, all right, one, the language, right? It's written in the 80s, so the slang is different. and <laughs> It definitely was. It just, some of it was just, I was laughing. I was like, yeah. there's no way that she was just saying this out loud. And there's also... Um, spice. She got spice for everybody. Everybody get this word. At, literally that's why I everybody. It. I mean, I think that 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 is helpful, but I also think that I can also hear. I guess I don't know if judgment is the right way 
to categorize what I hear, but like there's something there. There's a tone in the book that I think makes me question how much I would agree with everything. Some things, if I could, if I had seen it before, I felt like, okay, yes, mm. I can see this. I understand mm. this. Some things, if I could identify with it in myself, I'm like, Ooh, okay. I can see this. I can understand this or, or someone that I know, or even some, uh, an image that I've seen in media. Sometimes I, I could like agree to it, but there were other times where I was just like, this is the way that the lens that this is being filtered through makes me question the intention and the validity of some of the statements. And it, it is mostly opinion-based, right? There isn't any, like, research that she has to support this, which is another reason why I'm like, okay, this is not... Yeah, all she has for research is, I guess, like, all the people that she interviewed. Yeah. Apparently she interviewed, like, a good amount of, like, a, a lot of people, uh, just, like, black couples and things of that nature, and just got kind of anecdotal experience from a bunch of people i want to say it was like in the thousands but i can't recall that off the top of my head mm-hmm. but yeah do you have like any specific examples about things that i agree with or disagree with to start i'll start with positives things okay. that i agree with i do agree with the overarching theme of black women having major insecurities that filter into and influence their experience with black men i think that that is very true and I think that it is just like generational trauma like you learn how to be a woman from your mother and the other women who are in your direct community and if they already have these these insecurities they pass those things on to you and it takes a lot of work on the individual and a lot of awareness that it is a problem for that person to grow beyond what their mother and their grandmother and, right. and their great-grandmother did so i agree with that and i think she there's a chapter where she does a profile of these different types of women like a low class middle class high class and then and it's not really and it's not in relation to financial Yes, not in relation to their finances, more so in relation to their lifestyle um, and the choices that they were making. And I could see people that I know falling into those categories and then thinking back to the the generation prior. So their mother or their grandmother and how you can see in that family line that they stay all within those same kind of behavior patterns. So I definitely think that the insecurity part is real. Women are notorious for judging each other. Women judge themselves. They judge their man. They judge their kids. Like in general, there's a a feeling that women are judgmental, and in part, that feeling is based in truth. It takes work to not be judgmental, or it takes a family or a community of women that are not judgmental or insecure already to help you grow beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's one of the first things that like popped out. Of- to me about the book when I was reading it. I, I think it's also one of like the first couple chapters where they kind of outline how the black woman is kind of raised to be, you know, how she is from, from when she was a toddler in the sense of like, you're raised to kind of keep secrets from mm-hmm. like the, from the father and stuff like that. Like the, the, the mom, you know, is keeping secrets from, from the husband because, you know, she's has insecurities, but maybe she, he's going to leave her. So maybe she's not all the way in. So into the relationship so she has like an escape strategy she doesn't you know she she keeps secrets from him because she doesn't want him to know you know pre- all her go- comings and goings because it's kind of like a, a control like i don't want to allow myself to give that kind of power and control to the man because just in case it doesn't work well i need my extra strategy so and that vein she will bring in her daughter into that secret to help maintain 
that lie. So it, that can build up to the point where like the the man some can start to feel like a stranger in his own home. Like he come home, people keep him secrets from him, so he don't know what's going on at home. So shit popping up, and he, and it, it all it seems like it's one revolving joke between mom and mom and daughter about the games we can play on the father, how we can make him do pretty much dance to our tune. Uh, and I do agree with you in the sense that like, this is something that's, that's passed down generation through generation. But I also believe that the reason that it has been able to go on for so long is because in general, we've had like this kind of unspoken rule that you're not allowed to hold black women accountable for like their actions. Like if they do something wrong, they don't they don't they don't apologize don't expect an apology if you see they're doing something wrong just ignore it because it's in it's inappropriate to call out a black woman so if they're not getting called out for their behavior they think everything's sweet so they they continue on with it mm. and i think it just kind of comes back to what's going on now with you know voices being heard in the sense of like we want to hold everybody accountable for their actions men and women and I feel like this is the first time in perhaps decades where a light has been shined on like, yo, y'all got issues too. Like fix them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, black women have been, are used to that. So it's kind of like, it feels like an attack, but it's just like, this is not an attack. We're just calling it as we see it. As you have been calling everybody else, as you've seen it. Now you're getting kind of like a taste of your own medicine. This is what it is now. Yeah. And I also think that it has to do with, I feel like we've talked about people wanting to be traditional or not traditional and and things like that and gender roles and ideas of of those kind of things. You can't have it both ways. I think that when I think about people trying to hold black women accountable and women want to say like, oh, I'm equal to a man, you know, like there's no difference between us. Men get held accountable. They get told about themselves all the time. And women will, there are like common phrases amongst black people around the behavior of men men ain't shit you can't trust a man to do this you can't blah 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 blah. if there were a half as many phrases about black women as there are about black men yep it is and and the phrase is so common that like as, as men we have pretty much been conditioned to just like hear it hear it and like not react to it I, i'm pretty sure I can count on like most black dudes have been in conversation with a woman and a woman has talked cash shit about black men to their face. Like, like it ain't, like it ain't nothing. You, I'm pretty sure every black dude has heard it. Niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Black man, this and that. You can't trust a black man. You can't, you can't, tr- you can't trust a man to do this. Men, men are dogs. Women are, have been generally extremely comfortable talking cash shit about men to, to, and no one, and no one says anything. But as soon as a man like utters a possibility that maybe a, a woman can be in in the wrong, yo, the world coming for you. Off with his head. Pretty, pretty much. And I agree with what she's. She makes a good point in the book that if women, the the women who are the natural mate to this man, are comfortable publicly criticizing this man, saying things about him. If you say he ain't shit and you live with him, I'm gonna believe you. Right. I mean, like, because like you're you're the you're his wife. You're saying you're you're his wife. You're his sister. You're his mother. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You if you're saying your sister, you if you're saying that black man ain't shit, is it any surprise that other people of other ethnicities are seeing what you're saying and be like, it must be true? Because mm-hmm. if the people who are living with these people and raising these people are saying, yo, these they are dogs. They can't be trusted. You know what I'm saying? They shiftless. They trifling. Why would they trust them e- either? So it and 
she also identifies in the sense that she she said that black women have been probably some of the most protected uh women on the on the planet for like ever because black men have been at the front front and at the forefront of of receiving the brunt of society's mm-hmm. i guess like punishments and stuff like that women have been shielded from that uh as me, as black men were banned from working after like slavery so that that woman was still able to work. They were still, like, you know, people would still hire black women to do jobs. So they were able to make, so they became the breadwinner because they saw black women as less threatening. So they didn't go out of their way to kind of make it impossible for them to get a job. Does that, does that, make, does that make sense? Yeah. So going through that, I can understand that some, at some point we lost a step. Maybe some uh, women started realize started looking down on men. Just cause it, so they started saying, like, I can get a job. Why can't you get a job? I can make six figures. Why can't you get six figures? Not really understanding that in general, it's easier to probably hire a black woman because, hey, you get you get uh, the, the woman demographic and a black demographic. And one, people aren't as threatened by you than a, than a man. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm, where I'm gleaning with this, but I'm just saying like the the black woman in general has been protected from the, I guess, the scrutiny. That's what she was trying to say. Black mm-hmm. women have been protected by the scrutiny. Every other ethnicity, every other race, every every other race, men and women, we we have we shine a light on them on like their fuck ups. We all know about the white women and and what what they do. All the fuck ups they be doing. Karen. We, we we know about the Karens, especially if you're, especially now. But we don't really have too much too much about the black woman outside of what they themselves portray. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think that I thought about it in that way. And another thing that you were saying of, you know, women looking at men and saying, like, if I can do this, why can't you do this? Mm -hmm. Is she brings up a point in the book of, like, women don't want to nurture men to get them, like, to allow them to grow into whatever it is that they can do and achieve whatever it is that they can. And they won't accept them even if they have the things that they, they need. Like, say you want a man who makes a certain amount of money. If you get that man, you still don't want to nurture him. Yeah. So what is the benefit for a man being with you? And I think she does a good job in a couple of different places of, like, listing out what you should be looking for as a man. So I think that that is useful, and I agree with it. That part wasn't as flagrant of, like, a list of what men should be looking for in women. And yeah, okay. Speaking of, you know, a list of, you know, what to look for in black women. So the following hints are signs that a black woman will possibly make a good wife for the, to the black man. It is one, she is attentive and a good listener. Two, she enjoys going part she jo- she enjoys going partying but has an equally good time at home. She will have a strong spiritual commitment that helps her distinguish between right and wrong. She will be partially modest in her styles of dress. She will like babies and children and include them in her life. She enjoys cooking and preparing special meals or treats for the black man. She will respect her parents, his parents, and older people. She has good personal hygiene. Major key. She does not wear a ton of makeup. Another one. She is proud of her man and claims him no matter who is present. She keeps her house at least halfway clean. At least halfway clean mattresses on the floor i'm looking at y'all she is not that a doesn't f- have anything to do with cleanliness uh, it should <laughs> she is not a flagrant spender and almost almost manages her man wait what she is not a flagrant spender and almost manages her money how does it make much but if she don't spend a lot she manages the money well 
She is trustful and freely expresses her sexuality and desires when in private with her man. Key word, private. She, sh- she shares voluntarily and offers help when she can. She does not hold grudges too long and will apologize when wrong. Yo, number f- this one should be number one. She will go out of her way to do special things for her black man. She will speak good of him when he is not around. She will, depend, she will defend him against verbal attacks from others. She does not show out or curse loudly in public. Mm. She smiles when she meets him. She controls her anger and does not go wild when angry. She will take instructions on some things without being combative. She is respectful of black men in general. So those are 23 hints that the black woman will possibly make a good wife to the black man. I agree with all of those. I don't find fault with any of them. I do think that it is a matter of, I don't know. I'm, I'm about to backpedal. I was going to say it's a matter matter of personal preference, which I do think is true that like, if you want a woman who wears a lot of makeup, if like that's your, your jam, you, or you don't care, you're kind of impartial to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that one can go or stay or cooking. You know, if you are okay with hiring a chef, it's just like makes more sense for your household. Mm-hmm. I think there are some some minor tweaks. I think that the the common thread amongst all the things are like make sure that they are a good person, that they treat other people with respect, that they treat you with respect, and they do the things that you need to feel taken care of. And I agree with that. I think that there's mm-hmm. some wiggle room in the specifics, but right. I think overall, the, the overarching, I agree with that. Overarching message is generally the same. Pretty much, don't marry an asshole. Don't get with an asshole. Yeah. And also don't allow for, I think that the anger and reacting wildly and the disrespect of men in general, I think that that is a thing that is yes. a specific that should be common ground. Absolutely. If, from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. If your partner does not respect the gender that you are, they it's, they can't respect you. Yeah. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, uh, so, I encourage people to call that out like immediately when you when you when you catch it, because it's going to be even harder to try to stop it later on. Mm -hmm. I mean, so. Yeah. You should think that there are other good red flags. You should think that there are good men out there the same way that a man should think that there are good women out there. Because if you think that I'm a unicorn or like, you know, I have to be some hero, some some miraculous, spectacular thing just because I'm a good person, your bars might be a little too low. Your standards might be low. You might be settling for me. Yeah. You, I need yeah, you to yeah, like Yeah, like settling in a sense of like you're allowing things to go unaddressed because you fear that you won't be able to find anybody as good or better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I need you to, I need you to be obsessed with me, the entire essence and aura of who I am as a person, not just be like, Oh, you're nice. I'll keep you around now. Okay. I think being nice is a prerequisite, but it's a baseline. Everyone, you should expect for the person that you're with to be nice to you. Well, yeah, this is true. This is very, this is very true. Like some, base level of respect and niceness should be like the start at like off 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 rips like i shouldn't have to earn that mm-hmm. like i shouldn't have to go i shouldn't i shouldn't have to go above and beyond just for you to be comfortable giving me just the basic like niceties of, of society and i think that's also one of the major arguments that she that she makes and black men or men in general have been say, saying recently in since that like when it comes to black women, it feels like we have to go above and beyond by we, I mean, black men have to go above and beyond in order to earn that basic level 
of respect and niceness in a sense of like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we got to do X, Y, and Z in order just to get a smile from you. You know what I'm saying? If we come up to you and, and try to start a conversation with you, we got to... Pay. Yeah, we got to pretty much pay for your time. We got we got to reinvent the will and come out into in some kind of way where we reduce the chances of, of the woman kind of taking it negatively. Like, hey, how you doing? I am, uh, like, uh, get get away from me! Like, who talking? So, I think that to what you say, it's true. It's very it's very true that a certain level of nicety. Mm-hmm should be standard and if someone is unwilling to give you that just just a basic respect off off rip and making you try to have to earn that no go to red super red flag red flag yeah both ways it goes both ways same thing for women going towards men agree all right you want to read the part where she talks about what makes for a good man okay let me see here (laughs) whenever read it you you want to read it? I can read it, babe. All right, you read it. Okay, so these are the things that a woman wants or will expect from a man. One, companionship. She wants to be sure that he will not abandon her. She wants belongingness to be possessed by him. Two, she wants to be connected, included, and considered. Three, opportunity to give service. She wants the black man to give her something to do that will help him. She wants to feel part of him by doing things for him, especially designed for her, that no one else can do as well. She wants to be expected to do certain things. Four, she wants a home. She wants a place to live that is secure for her children. She wants her home to be her sanctuary. Amen. Love it. Five, she wants sexual fulfillment. She wants the black man to desire her and enjoy her sexual expressions and tell her so. She wants to be touched and stroked. Also, amen. Number six, (laughs) she wants to be protected. She wants to be confident that her life and her children's lives are safe with the black man. She wants him to demonstrate this publicly if possible. Number seven, she wants her man to make decisions. She wants him to decide what she needs and give it to her. She does not want to have to figure out everything for herself. She wants him to take charge. And take is in capital letters. Number eight, Mm. she wants him to be firm. She wants him to set the limits and enforce his instructions and rules, not by breaking the peace. Number nine, she wants security. Again, she wants to know that her man will not leave her for another woman as long as she performs properly and that he will always come back to her. And number 10, she wants him to be spiritual. She wants her man to identify with and recognize a higher authority, God, and guide his life by his religious principles. Mm, okay. I, I agree with pretty much all of those things. Me too. And like you said, it depends on, you know, individual yeah, preferences. preference, but that's true of literally everything. You know, so some people don't care about the spiritual part. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. people don't need the money. I don't know which who, who, but it's possible. But money isn't even directly on here. It just talks about protection and security in the sense of like, I want you, I want to know that I'm safe and I want to know that you're, I'm secure, that you're not going to leave me, that there isn't anything for me to be worried about. So I retract my early, my previous statement and I agree with damn near everything uh, to say, because I do believe wholeheartedly that pretty much all women do want that security in a sense of like personal and physical safety and the security within a relationship of like, you're not going to leave me for someone else. Yeah. Unless you do something crazy wild. Unless you, you know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. performing to standard that she said. Yeah. And that's very true. She says like, as long as 
she's performing properly that she wants to be sure that she'll be fine I also agree with the making decisions and being firm I know that I feel like every woman even even women that's what I disagree with no it's true because every woman even if she is a career woman and she has to do all of these things and make all of these decisions she does not want to have to come home and do that as well could have fooled me I'm not talking I'm not talking about within us here I'm talking I'm talking I'm talking talking generalities here with the with the whole independent you know what I'm saying I can do for self and saying I don't need a man I'm you know what I mean like I want to be I want equality I want x y I want I want to be I want to make decisions too I want to I want I want to be on your level like so I'm like so how how does that how how does that go together with oh I want my, I want my I want I want to be an independent woman I want to be able to make all my decisions on my own I, I can do for self X Y and Z but when I when I'm when I'm booed up no 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 more like that that's not how that works I don't think that it's no no more I think that it's I don't want to have to do all of it I would rather the ratio of making decisions being firm setting a plan be. 80% you, 20% me, or 60, 40, something like that. Mm. I'm not going to relinquish all of my total power and control because you're right. Like, I'm independent. I'm used to and familiar with doing all of these things for myself. But now that you're here, I want you to do more of that for us. At least okay. that's the way I, that I, mean, I, I, I hear that, but okay, I, I hear, I hear what, you, what you're saying, and it, it makes some, some sort of sense, but it's like you get to do that. You get to be like, okay, I'm responsible for, my, for myself. I'm responsible for my decisions and things like that. And then when I get a man, I can kind of relinquish a lot of that power over to the man. And he got to take that up. So that means the man has to make decisions completely, 100% all the time, completely. What what do men get to be like, I'm responsible for this on my own. But when I get a woman, I can give 80% of that up to the woman and, and not get any any pushback. It depends on the person. And it depends on the relationship and on the person that you choose for as a partner. If you know that you're... It, Hmm. I don't know. I feel it a couple of different ways. I feel like it depends on the person in the relationship. If you know that there are some things that you don't want to do and you're looking for the day that you have a partner for that person to be able to do those things, right. choose a partner who has those things as strength. I agree. So like, if, so, if I, so if I can cook for myself, I can clean for myself, I don't like it. And when I get a woman, I want her to take care of the cooking, majority, like majority of the cooking, majority of the cleaning, majority of the household chores. That's not wrong. What's wrong with that? Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making it sure because I, I feel like That's men, 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 been saying that this is what we want for a while. But I feel like every, every few years, the amount that you can offload to your woman is becoming less and less to the point where it's like I need you to do, I need you to do it as I do. I need you to be, I need you to do it at the same amount as I do it. We, we're, we're switching back and forth. This is your week. This is my week. 50, 50, 50. But the decision part, the one that the woman, the stuff that women are offloading onto the man is remaining the same. Well, I said 60, 40. Mm-hmm. I never said that it was going to be 100% the other person, because I think that you're right. That if you, you have been independent, let's say a couple gets together in their thirties, that means that you've had at least a decade of being a real adult, paying for your own bills, taking care of your own needs, doing all of these things by yourself. I don't imagine that anyone would just be like, okay, I'm done. Here, you take all of these things and you manage all of my money and you do all of these things. That's not real. And you already know. I mean, I don't think it's real life, but it is a real expectation from, for a good majority, not majority, but a good amount of women. I'm not even going to say majority, even though that's what I feel. I would say a good amount of women 
have that expectation or like that they want that to happen. But that is a thing around them not being sure around, not being clear about what traditional versus what's actually going to work right now. Because I do think that, that that some women think that. I don't think that you're wrong. I think that they think that they can just flip a switch and be like, okay, yes. now I'm traditional. Take all of the money. You make all the decisions. And we're going to share all of the household responsibilities. Right. I do think that those women exist. However, what I'm saying is that you have a choice when you're like choosing who you want to have as your partner. This is true. And if you choose or decide that, you know, cooking, cleaning, housekeeping are the things that are going to be the, the most important to me in choosing a partner or skills and strengths that I want my partner to have, you can choose that. And say that this is not like this is not negotiable. These are the terms that we said. Um, I mean, yes, I agree with you 100 percent. And I encourage my people who feel that way to do so. Mm -hmm. The issue comes with. If you want this in a woman and the woman that you want this in are and generally combative to that idea, like we don't want to do that. We want we don't want to do that. We we. Or more on a treat me equal. I'm not. I'm not gonna be slaving over the stove for no man. You know, all the time he got to be here doing X, Y, and Z. He got. He got to meet me halfway and all this. But if, as a man who's like, I want this for me, and you're not trying to give it to me, what options does he have to get a mate? If like if if all the women he's he's most women hmm. that he's coming across are like, I I'm not you. trying to give you what you want. What options is does he have? Because the the, the Real option would be, well, I'm just going to go with somebody who will give me that. But the woman who would give me that are named Marisol. They're, they're, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're named May. They're named Emily. So when that happens, black women suddenly, suddenly, suddenly turn that man into the, into the demon. He's, he's fucked up for doing that. He had to go get a white girl. He got to go outside his race. But it's like, what, what more do you want from me? Like, I this is what I want. None of y'all w- wanted to meet me there, mm-hmm. so I I took I took my talents elsewhere. I so, hate- so so how you know what I'm saying? So how yeah. how how do we balance that that equation? My solution is you evaluate ways that you can have some of the things that you want, but it is not the direct responsibility of your partner. But as a person, but if this is what I want. So you're saying you want the man to settle? No. I'm saying if you, if if I'm the person that you want, yeah. but some of the things that you want, I can't provide for you. Not can't, won't. No, it really could be a can't. It, I think that it legitimately could be a can't. If we're both working, the, if we were both working the schedule that we I was working this past semester, mm-hmm. how was I going to be the one to pick up the slack and start cleaning? How, like, how was that going to work? Well, how, how do... How do they do it in Latin America and Latin American families? The people who come over here, going down to getting you know day labor, but they you come home, the woman still out here you know cooking and cleaning, doing all that. You don't know what's going on in people's households. You ain't been in their house. Okay. Okay. But is this woman cooking and cleaning with also working a full day of work? I don't know that. Exactly what I just said. You Mm -hmm. don't know what's going on in people's households. And my suggestion wasn't going to be for you to settle. My suggestion was for you to either decide that this is enough for you to not be able to compromise or figure out some type of accommodation for the two of you. And the accommodation is to outsource. Okay. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. And you say that you can't do this because you're working. Put something on the maid, put something on the chef. I mean, 
I'm not see. I like that. I I like that in the sense that it kind of puts the onus back on the woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, this is what I this is what I want in a in a in my partner in my woman. I want you to. I want a woman who can cook, clean, do the majority of that work. You say you you can't do it because you work, and then I'm gonna need because. But this is still the, the responsibility I'm placing on you as my partner. So you're still responsible for getting it done. So I, I remember as a kid. It was my responsibility to cut the grass, do those type of chores. As I got older, I didn't want to do that shit. My parents were like, hey, but that's still your, your job. I don't give a fuck how you get done just as long as it get done. So what I do, I hired somebody for my my money to come cut this grass. And I ain't had no goddamn problem. So exactly. so, what's, so what I'm saying is if that's what you want, if that's what's the, in the responsibility of your partner, it's your respons- partner's responsibility to make sure that gets done, however that is get done. So yeah, I, I like that. I don't. When you think about people who are partnered and one of the partners is a stay-at-home full-time parent or stay-at-home something, Mm -hmm. depending upon those people's tax bracket, either that person really, like, works at home without pay but is doing work that is worth, like... A lot of money. Yeah, Yeah. worth a lot of money. Or that person is a house manager and manages all the staff that does all that work. And even that role can be a six-figure role. Yeah, so either on, way, yeah. they're working. You know what I'm saying? Like either way, they're going to be contributing something. So you figure out the accommodation. If it's like, I want this to be your responsibility. I, I don't care how you get it done. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. I don't want to come home and be hungry. Yeah. Then that's what you do. But I guess the, the issue would come in in the sense of like, if if everything we just said is true in the sense of like, this is your responsibility. I don't care how it gets done. As long as this gets done, and then the the solution is okay, we're just going to hire out for that. But then the person who's paying for that hiring out is the man who's working, and then the woman's still not working, but they're just the house manager now. But they're not really doing the thing that is outsourcing everything. It it was like then what? I, why do I have you here? Why are you my wife? I can literally just have hired oh, a house, house manager because you get to have sex with me, and I'm going to reproduce. I'm going to provide you with children. If you just had a house manager, you couldn't take them on vacation. Says who? Boy, they don't get paid for all that. Because it kind of it kind of comes back to like, yo, if you're not doing these things yourself, or at least the majority of it <clears throat> yourself, and if this is your job, your job is to manage the household, you know, so cook and clean, you do what you can, and then what you can't, you can outsource. But if you're not doing just your part, and you're just only outsourcing 100%, why do I have you here? So, so, it's, so it's like, if you're not doing that as a man... I can hire. I can hire everything that you can do. I can hire some. I can. I can hire a maid. I can hire a cook. Mm-hmm. If I need. If I want to have. I can. I can hire a, 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 a an escort. And I do that. So like. Outside of those three necessities, what are you? What are you doing? What? Why are you here in my house eating my food that I'm paying for? Not eating your food. First of all. She had that whole list where it walked you through all the things that you can expect from a good wife or all the things that will make for a good wife. You can't get, you can't buy those things. Can you? Can you, you buy Yeah, those I mean, you, you definitely can, but then you have you question the validity. Is she really here for the money? Mm-hmm. At the same time, man, did you really, sometimes you really can't tell. Anyway, we all here for something. You're not here, you're not here for nothing. I'm providing something for you as of well. Of course you are. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, saying that the thing that, I'm saying the thing, I think the difference between the things that you can buy versus the things that are intangible or the things that you wouldn't be able to buy if you were partnered yeah. are more valuable. This is true. 
This, this so, escort so, so, is not going to yeah. talk about your dreams and goals and help you figure out a plan for you to be able to achieve them. They're not going to listen to you cry That's or complain. True. They're not going to support you and do things for your parents. Like they're they're not going to be there for you holistically in the way that a partner can be there right. for you. And if you're only looking for a partner to cook and clean and do all those things, then you should hire right. a mate. Yeah, so I'm I'm not signing up to be your mate. That's not that. why I'm here. That's not why any woman joins a man's life to be their mate. And that's another fault that I find in this book. There are times where it's like women have to be of total service to men, and that is the only way that a woman is valuable in this world. And I don't agree with that. But it kind of goes into what you were just saying. Like it kind of plays into it because like outside of everything else that I can hire out the cooking, cleaning, the sex part, the only thing that's left is the service part that is mm. the intangible. So it's like, if you're not providing that and all you're doing is fucking me, like cleaning and cooking for me, I can hire that. So that's not, a, that, that does not make you valuable. Mm. Interesting. When you say it like that, I hear it differently. Right, of course. Because you, 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 you're hearing it from like the negative of like, oh, you just want me to like slave over. It's like, I guess you can take it in that, you could take it like that, but it's like, no, if you take up everything that a woman can do, most of that shit I can hire somebody. I can hire somebody to do mm-hmm. do for me, and I won't. And I won't have to hear about. I, I and I ain't got to care about nobody's feelings. I ain't got to care about being considered about shit. So like, outside of those things, what can you do to make make fucking with you mo- like more valuable than outsourcing as a service from from like a, a companies or something like that? Yeah, because you can't you can't hire somebody. You I mean you can hire somebody to protect you? You can't hire somebody to pay for your shit though. You, you like, <laughs> You're saying that that's the benefit that I get as a woman from being with a man? Yes, yeah, so as as a, as, a, as a woman, it, what can what can you outsource for your partner? Like to, to, to get like the same services as a, as a partner? I mean, you can you can hire somebody to dig you down. I you see. can hire you can hire for protection, physical. But you, can you hire somebody to be considerate for you? Something like they have no, your best interests in mind. I don't think that you would hire. You wouldn't outsource that. You would just use other relationships. You would just use friendships, family relationships, in order to get those needs fulfilled. I think the one thing that, oops, the one thing that is there for a man that a woman cannot outsource is, I think, the connected, included, and con- no. Hmm. I think the making decisions is true. Taking charge, like taking some of the the labor that is required of. I guess you, you, know, can, you can hire a handyman, but you got to tell them what to do. Yeah. Hmm. I can outsource as a man. I can outsource more things that a woman are t- traditionally provide for men than a woman can outsource for things that are traditionally provided by men. What does that say about you? What do you mean? What does that say about me? So, who are you saying is of more value, men or women? In this current and in, in high thing is currently saying. Hold on, wait. Let me hear it. Hear it one more. Let me hear it one more time. As a man, you can outsource. I can. I can. I can outsource. I can outsource eighty percent of the things that a woman does. Sure, at least eighty nah. percent. At least eighty percent of things that I, that I, that a woman can do. I can outsource that. Keep it moving. Of course, it depends on how much money I have, but in general, I can mm-hmm. outsource a vast majority of what a woman can generally provide for me. Mm-hmm. As a woman, what what percentage would you say you can outsource based on like the things that a man that you want a man to be able to provide for you? There's only like I think that you're we're saying the same thing. Women have like a one thing that is like, ooh, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. It's intangible. Even if I outsource everything, this one thing I still wouldn't be able to get. And I think the same is true for women when it comes to men. I can 
I can have very fulfilling friendships and relationships with with people in my family and that I'm close with that will provide some of the same intimacy. Mm -hmm. I can pay for security. I can pay to get things fixed around here. I can pay for things with my car. I can pay for those things that are like typically men dominated Mm -hmm. or like things that people say that you need a man for. But I think the one intangible thing is that like security decision-making part of it that you can't get from anywhere else. Yeah. So that's where 20, I think we, we the same. No, but at the, I know the, the thing is I believe like the things that I can't outsource are of, of smaller importance in a man's day-to-day life than the stuff that women can't outsource are more important. For, it's like the mm. things that, the things that you can't outsource are like you, they are like deal breakers. If you, if a man doesn't have them. No, but I think, so I think the difference in the way that I'm seeing it versus the way that you're seeing it is long, like lifespan. Mm -hmm. If you don't get the nurture, care, things that you get while being in a relationship, you don't reach your full potential. If I don't get the security, protection, Mm -hmm. intimacy, I don't, I don't feel like I've reached my full potential. That is like, that's why I feel like it's even. Because who else is going to care about you? Your mama? Yeah, why you say it like that? I'm just saying, like, she's not gonna care about you the way that in the way that a partner will care about you. You you say all the time that like the only people who get un- men don't get unconditional love, right? Like yep, it's it's not. always conditional. Mm-hmm. The closest that you're gonna get to that is in being partnered and potentially in being a father. If you were a single like a single nomad, these hoes don't love you. What do you where are you gonna get that nurturing care from? That's a good point. And you need that to reach your fullest potential. I don't know about that part, though. Statistically speaking, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you live this, this, longer, this is what, you achieve more career. This is what I'm going to say. The nurturing from a woman expedites you reaching your full potential. You get there easier, smoother, okay, fair. better. You don't need it. Because there's plenty of niggas who... who let, let society tell it, niggas gotta, men got to reach their full potential before the woman enter the picture, you need to be your fully formed self, and then the woman can come and help maintain the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, not not so much as help you build. Uh, I think that's another one of the problems or issues that are within the man woman relationship. So I'm not going to say that you need a woman in order to reach your your highest How potential. About I was I would say it will help you get there faster. It will it will make things easier it, because. The woman there can help help take off the lo- like the general load of things that you don't need to really that you can offload to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it, it give it clears the path so you can so you can be more focused on get, getting the things accomplished that you need in order to reach your full potential because you're not bogged down by stuff that's happening in life that you also need to take care of. Your partner can come in and kind of help help you with that, mm-hmm. Th- and that is the way in which a woman can help. That can help men reach their fullest potential quicker and easier. It is by no means necessary. It's just much better and easier if you if you do. I I don't know about. I guess you you could say the same about women, but I feel like that percentage is lower. There's some women who can get it get it how she get it on her own. Don't need no man. Don't need that all that stuff like that. But I do believe that a vast majority of women do require that in order to reach their full potential. I disagree. All right. That's that's completely okay. Because you're saying, I think that maybe, 
No, because when, <laughs> when you're partnered as a woman, you just take on additional responsibilities. There's there is an opportunity to lighten your load in some regards, maybe financially, right? If you choose a person who mm-hmm. has a higher earning potential or you help them reach mm-hmm. that higher earning potential. But in the same breath, you also said, like, if I hire you and you're just a house manager, you're not valuable. So then there's still pressure on you as a woman to figure out some other way for you to be able to earn income. So I'm earning I'm still a full time employee or doing some something to bring in income. Mm-hmm. I'm managing a household. I have children to look after. I have a partner to look after. Right. And I still have all the other relationships in which I was either a caretaker or, you know, just had some right. type of giving relationship. This I've gained I get that. more responsibility as a result of being partnered. Which would be more stressful. And I and I completely agree with you in that scenario, but I'm but I'm more speaking in a scenario in which you would no longer be the primary breadwinner in the sense of like you don't have to worry about so much of like making ends meet in the sense of paying yeah so in this case i'm speaking more in the sense of the the relationship dynamic in which the woman is not equally financially responsible for upkeep and stuff like that i'm talking for like in a more traditional sense of like the man is the breadwinner so that means the woman who had to take care of you know take care of family so you don't have to worry about making sure you got a roof over your head, that, 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 like you have money for the bills and stuff like that. That responsibility has been, how has now been mostly offloaded onto the man. Mm. So now you have more free time in, in which to take on the responsibilities that the men have to do, but didn't really want to do that you can do for, that you can do for him, which frees him time in order to focus more on making sure that everything is provided and protected, protected. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But that, in that scenario, this is what I'm referring to. When you come in, into the part where you say like we're both out here making, you know, average amounts of money. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is when we spoke earlier about right. the things that you think that a woman can provide versus the one intangible thing. If I start to outsource all of those things, mm-hmm. you're still looking at me like where what is the value here? Why do I need you? If you if you have the money to be able to provide for everything, then I should be able to outsource. But if I do outsource, you're still going to be looking at me sideways. You're like, oh, you got free time? Why you ain't bringing no money? Why you not doing nothing? Yes. Because it's like, if, yes, because you have nothing to do. So why, why do you need to hire help to help you cook and clean? You have literally nothing else to do. Why can't you do it? Why am I paying someone else to do your job? I have taken on responsibility of everything else to free you up to do these things. And you're coming to me like, I need help to do what help? Like you have nothing but time here. Babe, the person's purpose prior to meeting you, especially if we're talking about a typical couple who meets in their thirties, I've been working this entire time. I have passions. I have purpose. I have desire besides just, you know, cooking and cleaning. And so therefore I, I need to, outsource some of these things in order for me to be able to show up for you fully you want me to cook and clean all day and then you come home and i be a zombie i ain't got nothing to talk about i'm not in, i'm not the same person that you fell in love with because i don't have any passions i don't have i'm not doing anything for self no i'm not i'm not saying that but i'm saying that you don't cook no meals you you don't clean at all <laughs> like you acting like cooking and cleaning is a, is a total day job like are you are you starting from complete tornado disaster every day that you wake up and you got to you got to rearrange furniture every day like like what are you talking about um cooking clean is like make sure it's maintaining like i'm assuming you're coming into the house you come into the house nice already 
decent. I'm not asking you to, okay, today I need you to go ahead and, you know, uh, pick up the carpet and, so, you, so you can put down more carpet. I need, you know what I mean? I, I need you, you know, I, I'm not asking you to scrub each tile with a toothbrush on your hands and knees and shit. Like, I'm like, just maintain the nicety of the house. If someone pop up unexpectedly, they're, they're, they're on, not on some, oh, uh, my fault. I didn't know you was coming. I had to tell you. Just keep it nice, decently. Make sure when I when I get home, there's a, a meal there. That I mean, I'm I'm not asking you to cook me a ten course meal in, with ingredients important imported from Sri Lanka, and you got to go swim there and back. Like I'm not. What are you? What are you asking? What are you saying? Like <laughs> you 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 should have plenty of time to be able to, to explore whatever you want to do. But just maintain. Just make sure that the house looks look decent. I, there's some food in the refrigerator I can at least grab and throw in the in, in the microwave. Some some food is prepared. Then what you do with the rest of that time is up to you. Now, if we happen to have some grand lavish mansion where like fifty foot ceilings and and goddamn uh, windows all over the place, then yeah, of course you're gonna need some assistance in order to maintain that. But like, I'm going to work doing it. I'm coming home and you just like looking, you're sitting there looking pretty. Yeah, yeah. Make 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 sure make sure you lift that lift that shelf a little bit to the left. That little show looks right. You're just not doing nothing but just directing niggas to do shit. But that is, I'm telling you. Unless that's the agreed upon thing. Like that's, that, that does not bring me value. That doing that, what I just outlined to you, that does not bring me value because I can hire someone specifically for that. But you're getting that labor for free. That's what I'm saying to you. Like you're, you're saying to me that there isn't value in that, but we both know that that is a six figure job. Being a house manager is a six figure job. If I take that, that's six figures that you don't have. And that's also time that you save because while yes, you could have outsourced and paid all those people. You're going to call them. You're going to schedule all those appointments. You, you're going to set up everything to make you sure. Technically, you just got to hire the house manager, say, hey, this is what I need done, and then go about your day because the house manager now's job is to make sure all those other things are taken care of. Exactly. But So did, so, did I, so are you my our house manager or are you my wife? Because if you're my house manager, I'm going to treat you like my house manager. If you're my wife, I'm going to treat you like my wife. So which one are you? Both. That's what I'm saying to you, that there's, you're saying that there isn't value in someone doing that, but we both know that that job literally okay. has. Okay. I mean, it, it has a literal value. But it's not valuable to me in a wife, because I I You're don't. You're asking her to be a house manager either way. Even if she's the person who's doing all those things, she has to yes. manage. Either way, they're going to be a house manager. So either it's a house manager who's actually managing the house and doing all the work, mm-hmm. or it's going to be a house manager who is just managing the people who are doing the work. But that's but the only the, difference. The, and then no, free, the, the, and, and buying herself back sometime, there's potential for her to do other things that may be valuable to you in a different way. I agree with that part. The last part where you say if it frees her up to do other things that brings more value to the brings more value, I'm all for it. But but if if you're not doing that, it's just a general drain. So like, why are you here? Like, okay, your your job title is no longer wife. You're now house manager. So let me go off and do my own thing now because obviously you just here to be a house manager and I get some free room and board. So you you are an employee now because you're not doing anything, you you're not doing anything to justify you having to outsource. I'm nurturing you and taking care of your children. But if you that then that's a job that is valuable to me. So okay, let's get it. But if you're not doing that either, why are you here? But you tried to make it seem like that wasn't enough either. Because when I said if she's a house manager, but she's still nurturing and taking care of the children, taking care of you, you're like, that's not enough. No, no. I, I said it's not enough if she's outsourcing those things, too. That's, that's But, but if, if, you, if, you're, if you got people 
cleaning the house or, or preparing a couple meals here and here and there, but you're you're the primary like caregiver of my children, and you are the primary like making sure everything is get, get gets done. Then that that is of value. But if you are, if if you are here just to hire the hire to call the babysitter to come take care of the kids while you sitting there. No, like, no, that's not acceptable. Cause I'm, now I'm paying double. I'm paying you to sit there and I'm also paying for this lady or this lady to come in and take care of the kids that you, while you're sitting there, while you could have been doing it. And I, we could have been saving that money for something else. But if you're, but if you're hiring that person to do this, which frees you, frees you up to either help me what I'm doing with my job and to help me do more in order to earn more income or do more things like that, then let's get it. That makes sense. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Excellent. That was a long tangent. It was. Y'all. It wasn't a tangent, but kind of tangent, but not really. Well, we have more questions, but we about to be done. We gonna do a part yeah, two. Yeah, we gonna do a part two on this joint because I wanted to get to the to the a part about the mentality of women when they when they go into relationships uh, uh, regarding like they go into relationship with like an idea in mind or how they want the relationship to go and how they are going to change the man in order to get what they want. Mm. It was a long, it was just a long back and forth, but it was interesting. I, did, I like to see you passionate. Mm. Okay. What's Ooh. your final food for thought? Sounds really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Sounds you're almost mad at me right now. I feel like my final food for thought, right? We, we need to establish what it is that you want out of like a relationship like what why are you here like what are you dating for what what is your intention what do you what do you want to get out of this and what do you what do you want the roles to be in any relationship and family that you build do you want your partner to have specific roles in within the home or or, and outside of it you need to be able to plainly state that Mm -hmm. ahead of time and be able to determine if that person is able to accommodate that and not only if they not, and not only are they able to accommodate that are they willing to accommodate that yeah that's true ability is not necessarily will yeah i can do a lot of shit don't mean i want to do it or i will do it mm-hmm. my final food for thought is know your worth oh i, I agree with that 100 percent, men and women yes on both sides you need to recognize what you're bringing to the quote-unquote table and be able to speak to that the same way that you are able to speak to what you want speak to what you're bringing that's right i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of like a salary negotiation mm-hmm. i mean to know your worth you kind of need to know what the market is true and the value that you will bring to a relationship be aware of that and stand on it you know what i mean like if mm-hmm. you know this is the value you bring but what they're trying to offer you is not in line with the market and as well as what you want you you have to be okay with either walking away or like denying saying no this is not what i want or if you go into it and, and accept the offer living with that because mm-hmm. you're 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 what's it your worth is what you can get or whatever that is not the general term is like if you feel like you were you worth a million dollars but you accept a job that's worth that that pays you a hundred thousand then that's what you're worth mm. yeah that's what you said you're worth that's what you said you were so i'm that's what i'm gonna pay. i offer you a hundred thousand you think you made worth a million you took the hundred thousand then this is what i'm going to pay you 
But yeah, I I like yours. Know mm-hmm. your worth. Yeah. Like, but uh-huh. but know it. Like know your worth, your real worth, not the worth that you you feel like it is, but like, know your actual worth. Tangibly. We good? Yeah, we're good. All right, y'all. Y'all know the deal. We're going to come out with a part two. We ain't done. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son. Work that out. Tell them what they can follow us at Sandra. <laughs> Math problems. All right. If you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at thebuffetpod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been The Buffet, where we give you endless food for thought. We out. And I want to know. I want to know everything I want to know your number and if I can come over and I want to know what you like I want to know so I can do it all night dun, dun. but you're telling me I'm just a friend you're telling me I'm just a friend ooh babe